0: What's up you guys, welcome back to the 1% Academy podcast. We are striving to get 1% better every single day. I appreciate you guys joining me today for another episode of the show. If you haven't already, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast and you so that you get all future notifications whenever a new episode comes out, and make sure you are following me on all my social channels. After you guys subscribe to the podcast, and after y'all give me a follow on all my social channels, Feel free to send me a message and ask me to cover a specific topic on the show. I do this for you guys and I would love to engage with y'all and give y'all feedback on whatever kind of questions you guys may have so that I can help guide you guys to get y'all where y'all wanna go. If you really wanna take the next step, click the link in my social bios and apply for one-on-one coaching. Guys, there's nothing more valuable than having a coach in your life, someone to hold you accountable and to guide you to get you to that next step. So if you wanna work with me one-on-one and you want one-on-one coaching, click my link, the link in my bio, sign up for coaching, and let's get started so that you can accomplish your goals. But what I wanna to talk to you guys about today, and it's something that I commonly hear and I've always heard I even think back to when I was playing it and I used to hear my teammates say it and I never I Didn't have the perspective that I have now to really understand what was happening But now working with all the high school kids that I work with and working with college-age guys And even like still in pro ball to an extent, you know, like, like going to free agent workouts and stuff I hear this but a lot of these young guys will say man You know, I'm not getting opportunity. I'm not getting looks because I never get any action in the field. A a coach comes out to watch me and I don't get any balls hit to me. You know, I got three at bats and they were all walks. I didn't even get a chance to swing. Guys, one of the biggest things that y'all don't understand and what you're not taking advantage of is that those times in between innings, you are getting free opportunities to warm up and to showcase your defensive abilities to whoever is in the stance. This is a time to, especially because this is a controlled environment. When a first baseman is just throwing the ball to you, it's a very soft throw, not necessarily having to worry about any bad hops. So you as the fielder, all you're trying to do is showcase your mechanics, show how you approach the ball, what kind of footwork you have, how your hands work, and then from there, what kind of transition into your throw that you have, how your feet work, you know, do you shuffle your feet? Do you cross, uh, take a cross step? Um, and then from there, what kind of arm do you have? Do you have, does the ball jump out of your hand? Does it have zip across the diamond or is it kind of a lollipop, is it a rainbow? Um, so these are, are prime opportunities that you guys get every single game and you get what, two to four ground balls every single inning and you know, you're playing of five inning games you're getting four ground balls it's an extra 20 ground balls a day that you're able to show off to whoever's in the stands of what you can do and this pretty much goes for every single position because even in the outfield you can stretch it out get pretty deep and you know long toss to an extent to get your arm back warmed up from being in the dugout so you can showcase what kind of arm you have you can throw balls with a little bit of an arc back and forth to each other. So you can work on how you're approaching a fly ball and getting behind the ball, catching, using the correct crow hop to throw it back to the center fielder or the left fielder, whoever you're throwing the ball to. Um, as a pitcher, you're getting free chances with a batter not being in the box. So you don't have to even worry about getting rocked. And you can sit there and show what kind of command you have, work both sides of the plate, work your off speed, and then for catchers this is a time that every single inning you're able to get a get a pop time and throw it up for a coach and more than anything I see this a lot more often with the catchers than I do any position but catchers are the ones that like early in the game or like that first inning they'll give you that good pop time because they're still trying to get loose but then as the game progresses it just becomes catch stand straight up and throw it down and you know that's not really that's not a good look. You're not, you're not showcasing anybody. It looks lazy, it looks lackadaisical, and anybody that's in the stands is gonna see that kind of body language and is immediately going to be turned off. And so, speaking on body language, in between innings, this is another chance that, you know, because when a college coach guys comes out to watch you guys play, or even a professional scout, an uh, MLB scout, they're not just looking at your physical ability. They, they know you can play the game. Right? That's why they're they are there to watch you. They've seen enough of your tools, enough of your physical ability to know that they are interested enough to bring you, either to on campus or to draft to draft you, and they see what your physical ability is. They want to see all the other intangibles. What kind of baseball IQ do you have? Do you hustle? Do you play the game the right way? How do you respond to failure? And so that body language is a big aspect of that because you know how often do you do you make the third out of the inning and it's time to get back to the dugout get your glove and get back on the field and a lot of guys will take their sweet time they'll get back out on the field with maybe one or two warm-up pitches left they'll get that one ground ball and because they're still mad at their at bat they have terrible mechanics and it's just a lollipop throw to first base instead of either letting a guy pick them up as soon as they make the out and getting out to their position or hustling back to the dugout to get their glove and their hat to get back out to their position. But being able to get back out to their position and still go through their routine of getting ground balls and doing them with intent to that attention to detail of where they're still fielding them the correct way and throwing, uh, throwing 100%, throwing bullets across the diamond. That response, a college coach or a, or a scout is gonna like seeing that. Those are the kind of things they want to see. They want to see you go have a three strikeout game and still be hustling in between innings or busting it on the field and still getting going through your warmups and not uh, not allowing what's happening at the plate to affect your defense. So this is this is one of those times, guys that it's you guys don't even make don't even take advantage of it because you don't approach it with the right mindset. And this is where. If you guys really wanna separate yourselves, this is a little thing that you gotta be able to do correctly that can get you more exposure or can get you seen by someone within the right organization or with the right connections. And I think that's one of the things that you so often hear is that it's about being seen by the right guy on the right day. If you have a game when the most important person in whatever organization is there, and they can put a word in and vouch for you to somebody else, you've you've lived up to the opportunity that you were presented. You made the most of it, and now you're going to be presented with another opportunity because that person was in the stands. And that's how a lot of stuff, a lot of these draft scenarios or even recruiting scenarios happen for a lot of these guys you wouldn't expect. It's because the right person was there at the right time, and they were doing what they needed to do to be seen. So if you're a guy that often feels as if you kind of fall through the cracks or – not getting the exposure or the love or the recruiting attention that you feel as if you deserve, you should take a look in the mirror and evaluate your game. Are you expecting that you should be recruited just based on your physical tools alone? Because there's thousands if not millions of guys around the country but also around the world that have the physical tools. So what is going to separate you from those physical tools To be able to get you the exposure that you need and the way you carry yourself in between innings the way you take those free reps are all times that you could be using to get yourself exposure that you could be showing off and showcasing what you can do and you know as a hitter you get this opportunity as well just being on deck just a lot of guys will go on deck and they'll kind of just stand there how about getting on deck and have a routine go through whatever kind of warm-up you need to go through Go through getting your load and getting your timing down, showcasing some swings. So that way when you get up to the box, a coach or a scout going to see that this guy has a plan. He has an approach. And he's not just going up to the box, just free swinging. He has a little baseball IQ and he's trying to hit according to what the game is giving him. So like I said, you guys really need to do some self-reflection and see. What, part, what parts of the game are, are lagging outside of just your physical tools, and you guys need to start paying attention to those little details and making up for it, because those are the things that are gonna to begin to separate you from your peers, because they're not doing this stuff. So if you begin to do it, you're gonna be the guy that stands out, and you're gonna be the leader, and now you're gonna hold everyone else to a higher, higher standard, because this is how you're carrying yourself. And I think when you look back at any of the great leaders in sports, I always like to reference Kobe and NJ, but you look at those guys and this is the way they went about their business. And that's why it elevated every single, every single person around them because they held themselves to such a high standard. They held their game to a high standard and the way they went about their business of paying attention to all the little details that was going to allow them to be successful, put the pressure on everybody else to do the same thing in their own game. So I highly encourage that you guys begin to do this. Um, especially if you're a guy that can hustle on and off the field and, you know, you're the first one on first one off and not only now are you getting on and off the field, but you're showcasing these reps in between innings, where you're going hundred percent like it's a live ball. That looks very, very, very good. And, um, it'll, it'll create a lot of attention for you guys going forward. So that's the message I wanted to, I wanted to share with you guys today, uh, because I feel like every opportunity is a chance to get recruited, to get seen. And at the end of the day, you never know who's watching. It. You never know who's in the stands. Uh, who, Whoever is in the stands, you never know what kind of relationships they may have with other people. And if you impress them, it may only take one phone call to get your name on a board somewhere. So that's how you should always be approaching the game. Make this change uh, in your, your pre-game, middle of the game routine. Start approaching the game this way, guys. Start applying this. Start approaching your in-between warm-ups with intent, with an attention to detail, and going through them 100% effort, and I promise you're gonna see your game begin to transform over the period of time, over the next six months to a year. You're gonna find yourself getting better, and once you get to high school, you're gonna start seeing doors opening up. As always, I appreciate you guys for listening. All I ask is that, because you did take the time to listen, can you please leave me a review on whatever list, listening platform you are on, go ahead and rate the show, leave a little note. I do go through and read these, but these also make a huge impact on allowing the podcast to grow because obviously other people will see this, they'll read the reviews, and then it will allow them to be interested in listening to the podcast. So then this can reach more ears. So all I ask is for you guys to do that for me. I appreciate you guys for listening, send in those questions.